think of my first realization of his faithfulness. And it's the, uh, you know, it's the time that he saved me from myself. Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair and sit on your knees, please, for we have a story to tell you we are still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. My name is Henry Moses. And my name is Gabriel Moses. We are super happy to be here and thank you for joining us wherever you may be. That's so funny. I was going to say please. Please, the way you did that in your part. That's funny. You did I've look never, at me quick when I... I know. I've never thought that before. I thought, please, rhymes with... And then it. Then you said it. I was like, whoa. That's whoa. crazy. I know. Must have been divinely inspired. <laughs> you know? Y'all need to say please a little more often. So I'm Please and thank you. Throw it in there right now. Yeah. Please and thank you. Knees, please. It's like knees, a little please. Eminem rap. Psh. I'm right there. Psh. Right there. Like he's the only guy that can sign me now. Rhyme. Be the Christian Eminem. Lots of people can rhyme. Yeah, but not not in the way he does. It's foul. I'm not endorsing it. I'm it not, like, like eh. we're not gonna change our intro theme to, to some, some Slim Shady song. or whatever else. I can't even remember him now. It's been so long. But we're not doing it. But we ain't doing that. It doesn't glorify God on any level. Not on any. And Although I, he, he did do it. I was about to say, didn't somebody, Yeah. Kanye crazy. Kanye talked him into doing a, a Christian one. I don't I really think. know the full him story. And, him he and somebody else. Yeah. Some other big dude, which, you know, we always sit there and hope. Because there's no question. Eminem's the top rapper all time. Yeah. And so you hope he will come to the Lord. You hope. Man, what you could do for the kingdom. We, oh, we for, hope that. Yeah, every, for me, it's every, Metallica. I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, you wish they would. Come on, guys. You know? Holier than God, you're not. You're not. You are not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you're like, you could change it up just a little and make this correct. What was the, you remember that band back in the 90s? Oh, I know where you're going with this. What was it called? The some apologetics. 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 Yeah. Is that what they were called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm man. I'm gonna have to. I wonder if that's on iTunes. They remade all the songs. They, from yeah. Took all these secular secular songs. songs and turned them into Christian lyrics. Yeah. Did basically it's, covers of them. Oh yeah. But redid the lyrics. Yep. And that and man, they cool. were pretty popular. I liked it, I <laughs> especially did. because that was right about the time I was making the leap. Out yep. of my idiocy. To stop listening to all that junky music. To stop making all, yeah. Yeah. Man, man, that's hard. I mean, that's like <laughs> quitting cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You you don't just get to do that. No. You got to qu- just quit. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what made me decide I ain't. And not to say, not to say it's wrong to listen to all secular, I'm not saying that. But man, you know, you get, you get, you put out what you get, you know, you, you get out what you put in. What goes in comes out. Yeah, and yeah. that's the, and so, um, you know, if you're shocked that you're talking a certain way, and if you're shocked that you're acting a certain way, 
Maybe evaluate what you're pouring in. Yep. I mean, think about a car. You know, if a if a car's built to run on unleaded and you put diesel fuel in it, and I am saying this from experience, it doesn't get far. It doesn't work very well. It starts sputtering and shaking. Put the right stuff in there. Yeah. I was, uh, when I sold cars very briefly for five months at Texas Dodge, and, you know, I, man, shoot, I, back then I didn't even know. I always wondered, what's the difference between diesel fuel and unleaded? I just I didn't know, nor did I care. I really know. And there's a difference. I promise you that. I don't know what the difference is, but dang it, if it says unleaded, you better put unleaded. Don't yeah. put diesel. And if it says diesel, you better put diesel and do not put unleaded. And, of course, I've always done that. Yeah, well. But super unleaded. Regular unleaded and, and a higher octane, all that kind of stuff. On but, those, yeah. For my so, motorcycle, I put the super. So this guy bought a diesel truck, and when they when you buy a new truck at a dealership, you get you get your tank filled up. Mm. And so that was fun because I got to get out of work and you go fill not. out the tank while they're in there signing the papers. I just made a deal. I'm happy. So about halfway through it, I realized, oh, this is a diesel, and I had the unleaded in it. So I switched it, though. Yeah. I switched, and I made it back. Oh. And it wasn't doing anything. I thought, maybe I, maybe I made Skated it Skated by on this one. Oh, man, that dude didn't get a mile before he's calling us. They had to put a new engine in it or oh, take it apart no. and clean it something. I don't oh, know what they had to do, that. but it was very expensive and very much my fault. Because you put the wrong stuff in it. No, well, it is what it is. Because you put, that's right, you put the wrong stuff in it. You put the so wrong I, stuff yeah, in it. Yeah, swing back around. I mean, that, uh, that, you, if you're putting in, you're putting in the wrong stuff. You don't, you can Watching bad not, movies, listening to bad music. Some of it is. Yeah, some of this stuff. But, but I was, so I was praying about it. And man, I was having to wean myself off that music. It was hard. Metallica yeah. was the best to me. And man, oh. so cool. Plus, I love guitar. So, but I, but I was just thinking about it. And I just felt like the Lord said to me, if that, because they have a song called The God That Failed. And so the reason they wrote that song is because James Hetfield's mom got sick. The lead singer got sick. And she ended up dying from her sickness. Mm-hmm. And she was a believer. And she prayed and prayed for healing and all that kind of stuff. It didn't come. Mm-hmm. And so so they wrote that song, The God That Failed. That's what that came from. Garth Brooks wrote a song about it, too. And uh, and so, right. all right, we'll get to that one. I don't know. What do you say? Thank God for unanswered prayers. Yeah. Well, yeah, but not The God That Failed. But, yes, about unanswered prayers. God right? does, God, from, from a little We know God doesn't fail. Like country country yeah. singers are definitely better. They're smarter. Heavy metal. They're way smarter. <laughs> but so it was killer for me. I was like, I felt like the Lord said, if that was said, said, you know, the Fran Wesson that failed, well, would you still continue to listen to, uh-uh. to not only that song, but to any songs that band wrote? Yeah, no. Um, and I was like, no way. Yeah. And so two things. One, that's telling me, well, I'm putting my mom ahead of God. And two, I don't even love God enough to to be yeah. offended and be like, man, I ain't listening Not to anything. Doing people, it anymore. They're going to convince the Lord. And so, um, but even all that aside, man, what it does to your spirit. Yeah. Boy. You I, know. I was watching a little TikTok for like five minutes yesterday. And dude, they were all stupid. 
They were all people nagging each other. Some of it was saying good stuff like, don't talk like that and you won't get treated like that. I was like, oh, good grief. I mean, because that's true. But I was like, it's just all hateful. Better act right before you get smacked right. I was like, I'm not doing this. I just, mm-hmm. I stopped. I was like, it, it was nothing but junk. And people talking about other people. What was that old saying? Uh, stupid people talk about other people. Smart people mm-hmm. talk about new ideas. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was a pretty, I was like, I was like, huh. But it was just, you know, these people just talking. The majority of media on these TikTok deals Mm -hmm. are just people talking about other people. You know, you could just pretty much just say the majority of media. Of media. We're talking about other people. Straight Duke. Yeah, it ain't cool. Nah, you know. I don't like it. Garbage in, garbage out. What was that? There was a Petra song. That's what it said. It was called Computer Brains. Right. Which we talked about. Put garbage in. Get garbage out, computer brains. Yeah. And that was back in the 80s. Yeah. They didn't know back then about how bad, all, how bad computer get. brains was going to get. Yeah. You got to be you know, aware you gotta, of it. You just got to ease a little Pay bit. Pay attention. Yeah. And just stop yourself. But Don't so all that said, so apologetics was awesome. I and mean, we kind of took this full, but apologetics was awesome. Um, a cool band. It was a way for us at that time to have some... The you know, listen to the old Just songs to get that we little, loved yeah, of those old rhythms, but with righteous lyrics, yeah, lyrics. So I man, now I kind of want to go dig them up. Mm. What what do you remember? What songs they did at all? I I know they did a Metallica song, right? And I I know they did a Backstreet Boys song. There was some I 80s. want it my way song. There were some eighties ones that were real famous that I was like, oh, but they redid. But I can't think Apologetics, of Apologetics, y'all. Look them up. It was, mm-hmm. you know, heck, a lot of people listening may even remember it because they were probably going through their mm-hmm. salvation yeah. stories at that time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was good stuff. Apologetics. I wonder if they're still going. I don't have any I'd idea. go to a concert. Heck, yeah. <laughs> be awesome. I don't have that same hair that I had back then, but that's okay. That's okay. You were, yes, you do. Nah, nah. You had shaped your Nah, head but then. I grew it back. I had grown it back. Back then, I could still grow that's true. it back. That's true. So I did for a little while. And that's when I realized, uh-oh, I just wasted time. Because <laughs> when I shaved it and grew it back, and then we'll dive into our memory verses. But when I shaved it and grew it back, uh-huh. it didn't look the same as it did before I shaved it. Yeah. Because I had kept it shaved for about a year. Yeah, so I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Maybe I, I should have shaved it. I, I, left I, it there. I wasted cut it all off. good hair time Ooh. shaving it. Not, but I didn't know. It was only a small time. So then I thought, maybe it's going to yeah. maybe it's gonna stay where it's at. Nah. Full on bald now, y'all. Of course, you know that because you see I see the picture on the, on the thing. Cover. On the, on the cover. He's a bald dude. On but the, the dome the is round, so it's okay. You're good. It's okay. okay. I got the noggin Handsome fella. So you want to go first? You want me to go first? You go ahead. All right. I'm going to roll with Hebrews 4.15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize. Some say sympathize. Some say empathize. What does the Bible say? Different versions? Different different translations. Yeah. But I kind of like empathize better. Okay. So we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. Hmm. For we have a high priest... 
who suffered the same temptations by every respect that we did and yet did not sin. Yeah. But it's so funny. You can get, it, that scripture, Hebrews 4.15, covers so many ends. One of the first, it's hard for me to grasp the idea that Christ empathizes with my weaknesses. He is perfection personified, literally, right? Mm-hmm. Came down here, was perfect. And even though we know that scripture and we know that he suffered those temptations, mm-hmm. he, he we know the end part of that, yet did not sin. So that's the part I think that we tend to focus on. We don't realize, wait a minute, our amazing, gracious, gentle, which we're going to be talking about next week, high priest, faithful, which we're going to be talking about today, high priest, suffered the same temptations. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. He understands what we have to deal with. And he knows we are not him. And so his sacrifice, that's why he had to come down, be the sacrifice. I and mean, it's just encouraging. Wait a minute. He does get it. He does understand the struggle that I have. You know, we, we tend to beat the daylights out of ourselves whenever we screw up. Mm-hmm. If you love the Lord, you do. I, I just think you do. You should feel conviction. You should feel guilt when you sin. And try to be better for it and and overcome it. Those are not bad things, but we shouldn't wallow in it. Christ understands what we've been through, what we're going through, and he is pleading our case. He's our defender in the heavenly courts because we know Satan is the accuser. Mm-hmm. Satan's up there accusing Right. And Christ is up there covering it with his blood. And he understands what we're going through because he came down here and went through it himself. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it because it is hard to, I don't think about that. I don't think about that God sympathizes with my struggle. Mm -mm. I, because he's, because he's perfect. I'm like, if, if somebody didn't ever sin, how are they gonna? Mm-hmm. It's easy, it's easy to imagine that they wouldn't recognize how hard it is for me. Yeah, and so I, I don't really think of Jesus that way. Yeah, I know He loves me. I think about it all the time. How much He loves me. Yeah, but to think about Him remembering what it was like, having to face evil and sin for those thirty three years, I'm like, yeah, I don't think about that. That doesn't cross my mind, and I, I'm like, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to that one because that's it's important. It's a hard thing to grasp, but it, I I agree, it's it is important to understand that. That's a weird thought that Jesus does understand what we're going through. I mean, you're like, of course he does. He's of gone. course he does, right? Of course he. Of but course no, he but does. are you really but thinking to have about suffered it? it himself? Are you really recognizing that he does empathize? I'm like, I bet most people don't realize the compassion side well, of it. Yeah, that, I mean, that you he think the people that endured. are like, I have to uh, let me straighten some things up before I'm going to accept the Lord. Right. That's it. They're like, I can't come into the presence of God with the filth that I have. But He actually does understand what the decisions you've made, which the temptations you've ultimately suffered. there to say, come to me. 
That's what it all all everything yeah. everything everything I've I've been reading the word and hearing about the word since I can remember. And everything about everything I've ever heard points to the idea of just go to him. Mm-hmm. Stop lollygagging, stop making excuses or whatever you if you're not going to him mm-hmm. regularly, stop doing that and mm-hmm. start going to him regularly. Mm-hmm. Cut the nonsense. If it's shame, I'm like, we carry shame and that keeps us from the throne. If it's guilt, if it's anger, if it's embarrassment or 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 too much happiness, whatever. Whatever it is that's keeping you from going to the throne, like, stop it. Take it all there. Take it all there every time, every day. I, I'm like, and, it, and, and in recognizing he does empathize with it. Mm. I like that a lot. It's an interesting thing to me. And it's nothing we can do. I mean, it's nothing we can do. Our salvation and we know that. has nothing that. to do. And you Go. think you think these people that grew up in the church, for those of you that are out there and, and don't see yourself as worthy to go before the throne because you didn't come up in a Christian family and and you didn't go to church your whole life and you did drugs and you were a prostitute and yeah, and all these things. Were. Remember that the Bible says our righteousness is as filthy rags. So you our very best just stinks. We can't. It is so bad. That's why we all need grace. Yeah. The 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 most perfect person on the planet still needs grace. Even their righteousness will not get them there. It stinks. It stinks. Here we go. I'm gonna jump by now. Jump in on mine. And well, I want to do something. I want to see. Let's just have a little fun with this. Right. I'm gonna say the verse. All right. And I'll give you five bucks if you can tell me what book it's in. Deal? Okay. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Got nothing to lose. Uh, this is a good one. All I'm right. like, you might actually get this all one. Right, all right. I wouldn't get this one for the record. All right, all right, all right. All right, then. All right. Now I got to make sure I don't say it out, say the verse in the chapter in the book. His face turned pale, and he was so frightened, his legs became weak and his knees rocked. Or knocked. His knees knocked. His face turned pale, and he was so frightened, his legs became weak, and his knees knocked. That's your verse? That's my verse. Did you just want to pick an abstract verse that has no meaning behind it? Are you saying you don't know? No, I, I do want to think Does this sound it. familiar? How many times did you hear of somebody being so afraid in the oh, Bible? Oh, I know. That's what I'm thinking. You know, like, people are afraid, but when you got this Joseph? guy's face turned pale... And he was so frightened that his knees became his legs became weak and his knees knocked. No, that's what I'm trying to think about. Not a lot. We know Jesus sweat blood in the Garden of Gethsemane. Right. I'm like, that was a moment that you remember was really, really tough. You got Joseph when when uh, Gabriel came and talked to him. Did Gabriel come and talk to Joseph? Yeah. When? To let him know to, that Mary was carrying. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was thinking about other Joseph. Co- coat of many colors, Joseph. No. Okay. I'm talking about uh, Joseph and Esau. Uh, stop being a <laughs> nerd. That never happened, Joseph and Esau. <laughs> I know. 
was no Joseph and Esau. I know. Okay, come you on, did. back to it, back to it. What do you got? Is know, it Joseph and Esau? Buy time while I'm trying to think of. So clearly, it's not Joseph because you weren't even thinking of that. No, it's so. definitely not him. I didn't think it was. He him. thought he was something all the time. <laughs> was it to do with the story of Christ? No. Okay, I had a feeling it probably wasn't. Dang it. That sounds like an Old Testament. Was it an Old Testament thing? Yes. Dang. Oh, was it Balaam? With the donkey and, and he saw a, there was an angel standing there that was going to slay him and all that? That's a good one. Dang it. That's not it. That's not it either. <laughs> oh, should I know it? Oh, everybody knows this one. People who are not Christians know this one. <laughs> they don't know where it is, but they they all know the story because it's a famous saying. It's a famous saying. People know the saying. They saw the... Something bad was about to happen, and they saw the... Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> this saw, is bad. This they is saw bad the radio. That radio. They saw the writing on the wall. Oh dang! Yeah, it was. It was that guy. When the writing started to happen, it says his face turned pale. Which I was like, that you know, guy. I don't know who it was. You don't know who King was? Herod, right? Was it, it was Nebuchadnezzar? Right? Nebuchadnezzar. See, I don't even know. I just know I the think story. It was King Joseph. King Yo Mama. So. Is Nowadays, it, that could be. Think about it. I like this because it says his face turned pale, which I'm like, whatever has made my face turn pale in my life? Not my, I don't know if anything. His his legs got weak and his knees knocked. I'm like, dude, that is scared. That is because he believed. He was like, whoa. You better believe, if right? you see a hand start yeah. writing on the wall. Have you ever been like seen a guy who's about to get in a fight, maybe with you or someone else, and their legs shake? Have you ever seen that happen? Every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> My knees did not shake, sir. <laughs> they did when I put the chokehold on enough. Yeah, well, they, they did the death <laughs> shake. They buckled. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're going to kill me. People are like, what the heck are y'all talking about? We're off the rails. Yeah, I'm totally off. But but people who know about fighting know what we're talking about. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you've seen people who are scared to death before a fight mm-hmm. and their legs shake, literally. I'm like, and that's, you're sad for them. Oh, you're sad. You're always sad. I can't stand. I don't even like thinking about that. They're yeah. so scared their legs shake. Yeah. And, and I've seen some of those guys put up a pretty darn good fight and win. Even still, yeah, but it's called fight or flight, and you're fighting for your life. <laughs> Too scared. If to your run. legs are shaking, you feel like you're fighting for your life. <laughs> yeah. In fact, if somebody's legs are shaking and they're not running, maybe you need to second guess hey, the hey, idea of fighting that person. Hey, come on, they might beat the tar out of you. We don't endorse fighting at all, but <laughs> we just know, know that we know how it goes. So <laughs> I've seen it, but that's how scared this guy. And I love that because I'm like, you crossed the line. You crossed the line. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I, I did. I randomly selected that verse out of the Bible. And uh, I was like, ooh, yeah, this is good stuff. Just He was afraid. Show the awesomeness of God. I yeah. Mean, it, it's just the intensity of that. I mean, God wrote, I forget what he wrote, but 
he'd sit there and wrote on the wall, and that guy stopped dead in his tracks. And now it reminds me of what the Bible says. Every every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. It doesn't matter how tough you are or how high in power you are or how rich or whatever you think you are. If God did that to Biden or Putin or what's his name, Zhang or whatever his name is in China, I wonder what they would do. I'm sure that their legs would shake and their knees would not. Yeah. You know, Anybody who's not following God, that's that's what happened. Man, he, yeah, this is your wake up call, and that's a that's the God that we serve. And if you're still alive, that is the you God know, you that can is change things around us and in us. Yeah, and if He is for us, then who can be against us? I mean, whatever's going to happen to us on this earth. And there certainly are times that the Lord rescues us yeah. from the grass, from the clutches of death mm-hmm. and sickness and all this good stuff. And there may be a time that he lets us die. I mean, that's what happened with yeah. Christ. There was one moment that they took him to throw him off the, over the cliff and he just walked right through the middle of them and yep. said deuces. And then there, and then there was a time when, he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Said, if, if there be pass. a way, let this cup pass from me. Yeah. yeah, it's about to be horrible. Yeah. Worse than it's ever been for any other And God man. said no. And God said no. Now's the time. It's the no. appointed time. You know, so we just don't know what that time. That's, that's look, if, if God will allow his son to go through something like that, oh, we're definitely going to go through different things. And that's going to happen. Get but, comfortable with it. But, yeah, get, just get comfortable with it. But we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to walk in fear because we have eternity. We have the promise of eternity. Well, I like it. You look at all the disciples. All but one died from murder, basically, right? Martyred. and then But they didn't walk in fear at all. They knew the odds of me being martyred are pretty darn good. I'm sure they knew that. They yeah. had to have known that. Jesus, yeah. their leader, was Murdered. Yeah, they probably knew it was going to happen. They knew it was going to probably happen to me because I'm preaching about him. But they didn't act in fear. None of this. Nothing after they Mm. found Jesus suggested to me that they were acting in fear. Mm. And I'm sure they felt some moments of fear. But did they act in fear? No way. Again, we go back to Stephen. And I recommend reading the Book of the Martyrs because you read read the Book of the Martyrs. Mm -hmm. Um. You're you're gonna. There's not one of them. I, I think I can only think of one that had a brief moment of weakness and then came back and turned himself in and recanted the recantment. <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah. And they said, we're we're gonna kill you. I mean, that's that's the way this is gonna go down if you do this. And his response was, "Let the hand that signed the recantation of Christ be the first to burn." And he held his own hand into the fire. That's just wow. Ooh. I mean, you talking about walking with no fear, yeah? Because you are backed by the God of knee knockers that knocks knees, not of <laughs> knee knockers. Of knee knockers too. Sometimes that's us. We got our knees knocking, but, <laughs> but we don't have to be. I mean, He's the one that makes people's knees knock. That is a cool story. I, I'm not a hundred percent familiar with that one. The yeah. guy, so he signed paperwork that said, "I don't believe I in Jesus." Yes. So he was in oh, prison for God. a long time. Who is that? What's his name? Oh, I'm he was a up. great preacher and theologian of the 15th century, I think. Gosh, I know his name. I just can't think of it. Um, and he 
and he was in prison. They put him in prison for a long time. He missed his family. He's killing him, and they were suffering some hardships without him being there and all this stuff, and, and they would come and visit him, and it would just eat him alive. And so uh, so he he finally thought, you know, okay, I'm not, I'm not actually going to mean it, so what's a piece of paper, you know? Mm. He signed it, went home, and just could think of nothing else. Yeah, how could you? Yeah, you just, said it just that. ate him. You wrote on so, paper that, yeah. that you don't believe. He got up one morning, said goodbyes to his family, yeah. and and they knew what was coming, and yeah. he, he made clear, and they supported him, of course, in it, and Ooh. he walked back, walked back, and you know, himself in. If and, I had to yeah. say goodbye to my family. First of all, that would be very hard to do and, mm-hmm. and painful for me. Mm-hmm. But if I had to say goodbye, and I did say goodbye, after I walked away from them, you talk about a determination that I think would be inside of me that couldn't be stopped. Oh, yeah. Because I've now released anything that helped mm-hmm. sway over me and, and said goodbye. So now, you know, no at that point, I'm like, back, go no ahead, turn him back, do yep. whatever. I've already said goodbye. Yep. I'm like, oh. yep. That's just, I'm more curious about that. Yeah. I'll look it up and I'll look it up and, and uh, tell you about it. Yeah. Gabriel Michael Moses, we are continuing with our Fruits of the Spirit, Galatians 5. Was was talking with uh, Jen a little bit about it this morning, and and uh, she's going to be on our next one. She was going to be actually on this one, which means I have to go get another chair and get the make some preparation. Got to do some preparation, so I'll have that ready. We're excited to have her. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's just a little announcement on that. Uh, but continuing with the fruit of the spirit out of Galatians five, keeping in mind that. Uh, that the idea of walking in the Holy Spirit, as you were so, uh, as you so gently and delicately pointed out last I'm week, a gentle not, and delicate you're not person. actually walking in the fruits of the Spirit. You're, or the fruit of the Spirit. That was another point that Jenny made. So my siblings just be railing on me. But <laughs> she was like, you know, it's actually the fruit of the Spirit. That's what I said. You didn't say that. It's all on recording. You know, <laughs> prove it, pull it out play it oh, but uh, miles to upload but it, it is it, it is all one fruit and i think we did actually talk about that at the beginning too but um uh, but so we're on the to the fruit of uh faithfulness yes i've been excited about this one and uh gabe what do you what do you why don't you throw me out a, a definition of faithfulness how would you i would say being consistent in Towards something despite what is going on around you. Not too bad. That's Not my bad. that's what I would if I had to make up something. I give you the definition of faithfulness according to got questions. Okay. To be reliable, steadfast, and unwavering. Well, I nailed it. I like that. Oh yeah. Pretty good. I pretty I good. love faithfulness. Yeah. You know what I imagine whenever I think of that definition itself, reliable, steadfast, unwavering. Mm-hmm. I just got this while, while I was sitting there putting it all into notes. I got this kind of image in my head of a balance beam. A balance beam? A balance beam. Like 
like the gymnasts do. The oh, okay. Speed yeah, stuff. the gymnasts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, you look at those things, and they, they generally are worn kind of right on the top. Uh-huh. They'll kind of have some wear and tear on there. Some wear from all the practice and all of this and that. And, uh, but those things, I mean, those, those people get crazy on those things. Yeah. It's one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Oh yeah. They do the craziest stuff and they weeble and they wobble and they do all this stuff. And that thing doesn't give a lick. Mm. It's like a rock, right? Yeah. Um, and even when it gets a little worn and this and that from the over and over, it still is unmovable. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. It supports the person that's on it. Now, they might fall. Oof. And it's hard to watch when they do. But that thing is still there, steady, never changing, unmovable, and ready for them the next time they're ready. Right? Mm-hmm. And it just, that's kind of the image I got in my head of... of Steady, unwavering. Just faithful. It doesn't go anywhere. And mm. no matter the abuse it takes of this or that, no matter if the person falls down that they're being faithful to, whatever the case may be, it's going to be there. Hmm, that's kind of a good analogy. Yeah. So we're we're to, man, if we can just, if we're able to be, and that really before that, I mean, God is, we can walk away from him. We can fall down. We do, even as Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely have our moments of weakness. So what if God was just like, oh, no. And that's where really the grace comes in. You can't really be face faithful and operating in faithfulness if you don't have grace. If you don't have grace towards, you're, you're not, you're not, because then, What's there to be faithful to? Well, no, if you, as long as you're perfect, I'm going to be faithful. That's not really faithfulness. Mm, I see what you're saying. That's not really faithfulness. All right. You know, that's easy. It's when people let you down. It's, and and we do to God. I mean, yeah. We, I think we have to look at that first. God's faithfulness in our unfaithfulness to him is consistent. Mm-hmm. It's not reliant not re- uh, on our deeds. Well, if you think about the 6,000 years of people walking the face of the earth, I mean, if he wasn't faithful, oh, man, there'd be, no, it, it, what would people have done? Disappeared. We'd have probably killed flood. each other. Well, yeah, we'd have to do that. We'd be gone. Like, how, how would a Christian, I mean, a Christian relies on God's faithfulness and his forgiveness. And even takes advantage of it? I would say so. And and, I mean, and then when, you know, we take advantage of it, like you say, yes. Mm-hmm. Then you come back around and, you know, a few weeks later and you say, you know what? Let let the hand that signed that paper be burned mm-hmm. first. And we, we wake up and we're like, God, forgive me. I am so stupid. I'm lame. I stink. I stink at this. But, and, but, but it's because faithfulness. we... Yes. And we, and our knowledge of his faithfulness. Our knowledge of it. It's ingrained into us yeah. that we know... Through our relationship. God will love us and he will forgive us. He will. And it and it's, he's... That is faithfulness that you can count on. Our flakiness is what... He's what reliable, steadfast, and unwavering. Yeah. We know we can rely on him. 
And it's, I think I, for me, I'm like, I think it probably the good majority of the time I don't take advantage of his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And, um, because I've been purged of lies in my life. I, I'm like, there is no point to lie. Just telling a lie right there. So, I mean, you know, I've been, I'm not even going there. I'm 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 like there's a lot of things that he's refined me on. I feel like so it's funny. easier to not take advantage of him mm-hmm. because I've been walking a long time. Oh yeah, and I have been accountable to him. Brothers and sisters in Christ have mentioned things to me over the years and said this, mm-hmm. is, this is bad, and I've learned a lot. But um, and yeah, it's, it's nice that, that I have the time getting better. The time to absolutely to, to get without the faithfulness, you couldn't have got there. Without that yeah. faithfulness, what do you got, you, man? You there's no reliability. It's like, well, maybe that maybe he'll mm-hmm. be there for me on the day that I decide to come back to him, or maybe mm-hmm. maybe he won't. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think of I think of my first realization of his faithfulness. And it's the, uh, you know, it's the time that he saved me from myself. From my horrible path that I had gone down. And, uh, you know, I've told the story before, but I was ready to be gone. I just, Mm -hmm. I couldn't find a way out. I wanted out. Mm -hmm. I did love the Lord. um, But I couldn't escape my demons and and the person I'd become, the decisions I'd made. Yeah, they had you. And um, I would try. I would try for a month or or weeks. Um, and I finally realized every dang time I'd try, I'd fall flat on my face. And uh, and so I, I've talked about it, but I said my prayer, saying goodbye to God, and I, I feel like I talked to him for a couple hours and just cried and cried. Said goodbye and and uh, cried myself to sleep and got up the next day on a mission to have get myself killed, you know, find a way to put myself in harm's way until I was dead. And uh, and knowing that I would spend eternity in, in hell. Whether I was right or wrong, that's between that's up to God. But I felt like that was the case. I felt like that was where I was headed, and uh, and then then the next night, I decided to get tanked, get drunk, and uh, and head out. I was gonna head out to the bars and and in the worst parts of town and, and pick fights until somebody got me, and. Uh, uh, I can get drunk. <laughs> I mean, I drank a ton, and I, I I could hold a lot back then, but no, I couldn't this hold the amount that I drank. Sure. Oh, you know, it was it was, yeah, about three fourths of a fifth, so a whole lot of straight hard <laughs> liquor, and nothing. I didn't get drunk. I wasn't getting drunk. I wasn't getting buzzed. Nothing. Nothing. And I woke up the next day, and I understood. I would say that's the first time that I realized God's faithfulness and then it has nothing to do with me. That's because he loves me so. Not because of anything I've done, but because of who he is. You know? Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, that was when I was 23. So you're talking about 24 years ago, just over half my life ago. And, and, uh, boy, I've experienced his faithfulness through my weakness. You know, I certainly was not faithful then. And I try to be as faithful. Like you say, I get more and more faithful through the process of sanctification, being cleansed mm-hmm. from unrighteousness. But, but, uh, well, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be at this point without. I think I think it's neat and good to point out that God says on the subject of faithfulness, he says, I am the same yesterday, mm-hmm. today, and tomorrow. I don't change. And I, That's that funny. Is, that's the that's, exact scripture that I have down for God's faithfulness. It's coming. Hebrews 13, 8. It needs to be stated. Yeah. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, same and forever. Same yesterday yeah. and today and forever. Hey, he, he, I love that he gave us those verses, that he put that in the word. He's like, here's the stuff you need to know. I don't change. Mm-hmm. You do. Times do. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is reliability. I've, I have quoted that maybe more than any verse that I know, because it's important for people to remember that He doesn't change. I'm like, if I'm going to leave you with a few things, like one of them is going to be that God does not change. He is exactly the same, and He always has been. He always will be. He's always been the same. His views have always mm-hmm. been exactly the same. Old Testament, New Testament, how different they are, right? Doesn't that mm-hmm. people always say that? Mm-hmm. And it's it annoys as if it's two different. as if it's two different dudes. Yeah. And I'm like, this is God. This is God. Yeah, he wasn't any less love in the old. Testament. He wasn't any he less or more Testament anything enough. then than he was yeah. in the new. And you need to understand that because you want to bend him to your will, to your desires, to what you want. Mm-hmm. He doesn't change, mm-hmm. and it's always silly to me because people, as they get older. It's the most hilarious. Logically, I don't know how people can justify themselves because you will hear someone say, I learned, blah, blah, blah. Everybody on the planet does eventually say something like, I used to think this, and but then I learned I had an epiphany. I'm like, God doesn't have epiphanies. He never has an epiphany. He already knows it all. He already is it all. So... Where we change, logically, I'm like, if a person ever said, well, you know, we didn't know that back then. We know it now. So now you're enlightened? Mm-hmm. Oh, now you know something special? Well, what about in tomorrow when you find out that, well, actually, that, that thing that you're bragging about right now is actually wrong because you found out about something else. I'm like, don't you feel flaky? Don't you feel ridiculous? You should feel ridiculous. You changed from yesterday to today. Oh, yeah. God does not change. He is faithful. He is everlasting, and he's ever consistent. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the that's the part that I've leaned on for years. He does not change, and it's me who has a problem. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I love knowing I have problems, and I don't have to be afraid of that because he's, he's my God. Mm-hmm. He's my he's my dear king. And I want to say friend, mm-hmm. but don't you feel silly sometimes to making that sounds almost a meaning, but I'm like he is. He has been a friend to me. Yeah, he absolutely is. He yeah. has been such a friend to me. And I 
He's all of the above. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, uh, you know, faithfulness to me is one. Of, that's why I just said at the beginning of this thing, mm-hmm. when you and I were getting going on this subject, I'm like, faithfulness has got to be one of my favorite fruits. Faithfulness. And, that, and it's supposed to be a fruit of us. Mm-hmm. It's a fruit that uh, a thing we... But God has all these fruit. I mean, it is the fruit it, it, of the Spirit. Of the it spirit. is the fruit of God. And Him in yeah. us, we yeah. should be faithful to people. We should be exhibiting right to others. The, uh, and that doesn't mean like a doormat, um, but it does mean faithfully. I think it means, don't you think, maybe faithfully showing who God is. Yeah, I, I think sometimes it can mean to be a doormat. Sometimes, I mean, yes. I would say Christ was essentially a doormat whenever he... Was crucified on the cross. It wasn't, Hard to think of him that standing. way because he wasn't. He was a welcome doormat. <laughs> this is how you get in. You know, oh, well put. This is how you get in. Welcome. <laughs> you know? Very well, very well put. Yeah, that. Oh, he, he, yeah, yeah. So, and, and and you know, because Christians like there's a lot of things in the world that we don't like about yeah. how it's going, and Christians generally won't scream loud mm-hmm. like. Some people do mm-hmm. who who are spouting hate, um, but Christians generally won't do that mm. because it's not who our Lord and Savior is, mm. and we know we're supposed to follow Him. So we are. It does feel like I, mean, a, I feel like a doormat sometimes. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, it's it is a hard line because because uh, yeah, you know, people are like, oh, we're supposed to take this and that. Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe. Maybe we are supposed to just tolerate yeah, I mean, it. The Bible says we will be persecuted for righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying you don't stand up and speak truth In and love. defend your family yeah. and all that yeah. kind of stuff, but there may become a time. There just might. Look, uh, in third world countries, yeah, the f- families are taken away and martyred mm-hmm. and, and all this kind of stuff. It happens. It happens to kids. It happens to adults. We don't see it. We're sheltered from it, and I'm grateful for that, but... It happens, and it could end up happening to us one day. And what are we going to do? How are we going to handle ourselves? Are we going to? Are we going to show faithfulness? Is is the message of the gospel going to be more important than whatever our rights are and whatever or our fears? We're told our rights should be right. You know, um, there wasn't a lot of rights for the Christian church uh, in in Acts and Romans and all that. I mean, they were being persecuted. Who was that we were studying? We were that guy in Bible study. Uh, he's very, very famous. Uh, like, he's a big time. We did his study. Uh, oh, uh, name, uh, shoot! I know. What's that? What was the name of the series? I know. I mean, nice try, but <laughs> that would pop it into my head. Why it was? It was like wild, and or it was abandoned, or what was it called? Wow, we're. Oh, we gotta hurry or else it's know, gonna be radio. really bad radio. Bad radio. Okay, well, we'll get it in a second. It'll come in a second. The guy, anyway, that guy was talking about how he went to another country and he described it in detail. He went to this church in another country and they made him wear a hoodie, covered his face, um, and they they took him to this underground church under cover of darkness in the night. And he went down a long hall underground, literally underground, mm. to that led to this this room um, where there was a bunch of people huddled in the room Mm -hmm. and with one little light bulb in the middle of the room. And they were like, we're going to, we're going to study the word. And uh, I mean, it just in these other countries, like you were talking about, 
They're under it's serious persecution. Fear of death. Fear of death. Torture. You, yeah. You know, your life is gonna could be and not over. even just them, but their family. I mean, that is the that is the way it goes. And you and, gotta uh, you gotta take a moment, like take a take a minute to imagine that um, you're driving down the road and somebody pulls you over and there's a few people with guns and they they tell you get out of the car and you just you got to get out of the car and they they're taking you somewhere and they let you know are you a christian and all that stuff and you you're like i'm I, yes i'm a christian mm-hmm. and they're like yeah uh huh yeah you're going to pay you're going to pay with your life on that and you're on your way and just like that over they kill you i mean it's hard for us to imagine cuz we're sitting in the comfort of this of your home right now but yeah. it could happen here, Columbine. Could be highly unlikely. You know what I mean? But it does. I'm just saying. It could happen. You just don't know. And, and what you don't know. Who, where is our faithfulness to? Look, uh, Jeremiah 17, 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Mm. Who can understand it? I mean, our, our, fleshly, our fleshly desires is essentially what our heart is. Our, our, it's funny when you compare emotions. us versus God. It's really, really bad. So, the, so, so we know the only way we can practice faithfulness, the the fruit of faithfulness, or the part of the fruit that is faithfulness, however you want to, call it, <laughs> uh, is is by living in God, like Ephesians five one says. Therefore, be imitators of God. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. Yeah. If if we try to imitate another person, which is kind of, yeah, I've caught myself doing that. You can't help. I was dealing with a situation people. the other day, and I was thinking, okay, I'm I'm really don't want to handle this unrighteously. And I thought, how would Miles handle this situation? <laughs> Our producer, that's funny, and because uh, he's so, as he puts it, stoic. Yeah, and. Uh, and so I thought, you know what, he's a good example of that, and I mm-hmm. appreciate that. And and so I just thought was kind of trying to think of it that way. Um, but even that is fallible. For as much yeah. as I appreciate Miles and yeah. and his his effort to be more like Christ, and that's really what's the, what attracts me about him is yeah his his effort to be about Christ. Yep. You know, and, yep. and the will of God. And so, uh, but I didn't. But even that, man, if you go around just. Man, I remember back in the day, I thought I want to be like Jimmy Evans or, um, you know, Francis Chan. Or, yeah. but I've seen things since then that I've big thought, time mm, God lovers. You done messed up right ser- there. You done messed up God. there. Absolutely, people that serve. Yeah, that actually and, go uh, serve. But then you see them screw up. You see them make mistakes, and you're putting you're being imitators of them. Right. Or if they're doing something wrong, just unintentionally, but they're but they're wrong because humans always will. Always, uh, we shouldn't be imitators. If we want to have true faithfulness or any fruit of the spirit, we have to we have to be imitators of God. That's what. But isn't that nice, though, Henry? Isn't it nice? We don't have to care about anything. It's simple. Don't look at your brother over there or your sister over there to what you should mm-hmm. do. There's one dude. There's one man. That you should be looking at. It's easy. Let me take a guess. Okay, you know. Let's we'll start with a G, end with a D, O in the middle. Correcta. Correcta Mokdo. That's him. I'm just saying. 
That's look the at only him. one worthy of That's what's look cool at about it. it. Look at I'm his like, faithfulness. This is very simple. It's so simple and easy. That's what I love about it. Yeah. It's not hard. Our faithfulness should be like God's. Study him. Study you, him. you want to see people's lives changed? Be faithful. You want to see your lost family member's life be changed? Be faithful like God towards them. Carrie works with a girl up at church. And this this girl's whole family is all no not Christians. And this girl is like early 20s. Mm-hmm. And she's the first one in her family ever mm-hmm. to be a Christian and a servant and a follower of Christ. And um, totally broke the mold. Mm-hmm. And she serves very faithfully up at Hillside Church with Carrie. And now I, I think... I forget which member of her family is now she brought, it's like her sister, I think, had brought her sister to the Lord mm. recently. Mm. I mean, you know, it's hard. Faithfulness. Your whole family. Operating yeah, in faithfulness. Operating in yeah. faithfulness. You, ha- you have to, I mean, be that welcome doormat that Christ was, since we're on that. Mm-hmm. Be the welcome doormat and be willing to take the abuse, the words, the hurt, the pain. Be willing to speak the truth no matter what lashes you're going to get back. I mean, you got to know if you go into it knowing and expecting to be that, to, to, to receive hatred and vitriol and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you can take it, let them wear you out. Like the balance beam, let them wear you out, but be consistent, be unwavering, mm-hmm. man. That's going to be hard for them to run away from. They still can. It's up to them. It's up to them to choose to, to, enter through the the narrow gate it's up to them but man sure don't be the obstacle you know right faithfulness that man they see faithfulness that'll get them yeah that'll get them i mean consistent phil robertson i know i know phil robertson he was talking about which i can't wait to see that movie every time you start i need a hero i'm gonna sing that song i save me now no, not that one. I need a hero. I need a hero to die. Da, 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 da. That's it. The, yeah, 80, yeah. the 80s one, not the skillet <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're doing skillet, which is way cooler. It's way cooler. Yeah. And my my type of hero is cooler. So <laughs> Now we've got two podcast people you've just mentioned. Skillet dude and... Bert, got a duck name, dude, name of John Skillet Cameron. dude and duck dude. <laughs> <laughs> the the duck dude goes into the skillet dude Goodness. with some grease. And, That's right. Yeah, cook that duck up, fry it up. <laughs> um, so anyway, Phil. Uh, yeah. So he so he was he was talking about uh, right after he got saved and went to church. I think it was the first time, and. <laughs> This lady came up and uh, thought it'd be good. and gave him a hug and mm-hmm. said, I sure do love you. I've been praying for you, you know, all this kind of stuff. And he goes, oops. And stiff, he said, I stiffened up and I said, oops. <laughs> you know how Phil gets all rigid. Yeah. He don't want to be hugged. <laughs> he said, oops, like, why are you hugging me? Oops, oops. on you. Yeah. Oh. And, oops. And but she was all, and he said, I went up to Kay afterwards and I said, Oops. You know, he said, that, that lady, blah, 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 whatever her name was, he said, she came up to me 
and she hugged me and she told me she loved me. <laughs> and he said, you know what? I think I believe her. Yeah. And she said, well, she does love you, Phil. You know, Katie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Started kind of explaining it mm-hmm. to him and said, that woman's been praying for you for a long time, you know, this and that. And Man. Phil said, this is going to take a little getting used to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you <know>? right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but man, the faithfulness of that, the faithfulness of praying for people that you're asked to pray for that you don't even know. Whenever you have friends that say, hey, I got a daughter or, you know, being yeah. faithful even to them yeah. and, and to their children. And man, it's faithfulness. Faithful. If you just sit and think of the word it's faithful. It's going to draw people in. I, I, these are, there's some words that are just worth pondering and just sitting on for a little right. while. And I think this is definitely one that people, oh, yeah. should, people should spend the time and go faithful. Yeah. And who am I? Am I faithful to people or am I mm-hmm. flake to people? Yep. You know, what am I? What am I? What is my purpose? If, if I'm not being well, faithful, I'm trying. what am I'll I doing? I'll tell you, brother, I'm trying. That is, I think about it all the time in work, with my family, with my friends. Like mm-hmm. anytime, even if I'm sitting there angry at them, I'm thinking, even if I'm justified in my stance, I'm not quite sure if I'm justified in, in the way I'm treating them in the moment. You know what I'm saying? If I'm acting out in anger, if I'm this and that, I, I'm like, ah, I think I might be off. Mm-hmm. You know, the more you read the Bible, the more you do podcasts where you talk about the Holy Spirit and it sinks into your soul, yeah. you know, you just yeah. can't help but be thinking about this stuff. I'm so grateful for A it. A lot. I'm so grateful for it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. life altering. And this is what happens when everybody you, should do a podcast. Yeah. Well, they can. It's called a Bible study group. You know, go get a Bible study group. That's essentially what that's we're right. doing right here. That's right. <coughs> we're have that. Here. Have Did that. you remember that guy's name? We're about to have to sign off. Did you David Platt? Oh, yes. David Platt. I got it. it just, it's funny. I hadn't Ooh. thought about it until you asked again. And it just do you popped remember in. what the name of the book was? Nope. Okay, whatever. We got we got the big part of it. He wrote it. I mean, it was from his church, yes. so it'd be easy to find. Yeah, but he's wrote a few books. But it's like right. fanatical or something. Fanatic or uh, charismatic oh. or... You know what I'm saying? I'm close, right? Yes, yes. David Platt, close. you know, something. Oh, dang it. Miles, If when I guarantee you Miles is flipping a oh, lid yeah. right now, yelling the name of the book. Yes, it's silly. I We're going to get a text. and Carry yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's like, come on, we only studied. Well, it I've like got a shame stuck in my head, and that's not. You got to get your hero out of your head. I need a hero. Oh, I need an aspirin. Da, 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 da. Okay, let's close. Let's do this. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day you've blessed us with. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. Please help us to be faithful to those around us and let it be a witness and lead others to you. We love you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Gabe, go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel. Amen.
me now. I'll be the Christian Eminem. Lots of people can rhyme. Yeah, but not not in the way he does. 